Here you go, a couple hundred bucks. Got, or I don't know how much this thing actually cost you, but like, it's like. 700 and something. Yeah, like, so if if you that, had that this. Like $10, well, that's why I'm, no, yeah, oh, more than that. I'm saying like, because like, the one, all the features you listed, I remember this old, like, mixer having, and uh, it was cool because they had all of the settings too for the faders, but when you hit the settings, and this is the thing that the old thing has over yours, mm -hmm. is it's because it was a mechanical memory, all of the faders would move oh yeah positions they're just cool <laughs> yeah they, they and yeah. that's what you get for ten thousand dollars i love seeing that i always love seeing that on video because i've never gotten to see one in, in oh, person they're cool but i love to see it in video when you can see when when they're like, doing or, music because they want to adjust certain star. moments yeah. and so when they've automated you can see all the all the faders going up and down in certain patterns and it's like that's so fucking cool because it's mechanical yeah i love it yeah they were very inventive no the it was i i think it's a I wasn't going to buy it. I fought against, you know, buying something like this Not for a long to time. Not to be confused with a tsunami or tsunami. <laughs> Where does it say that? <laughs> right up there in the wiki. What the fuck is tsunami? Oh my, I don't even want to know. I want to, I have to know. <laughs> Do it before I take the mess. Tsunami, <laughs> a video game development company founded in Martin Hollis, the director and producer of GoldenEye. Double oh, wow. Oh. He left Rare shortly before Perfect Dark was released. Other members of the oh, GoldenEye team formed. I don't know about Bonsai Barber. Never heard of that. Wow. You know, it's funny because we actually recognize that. Nor I wouldn't have expected us to recognize what ah. this is. Well, of course we do, dude. Come on. Like, come on. Every fucking thing we know about games. No, but I wouldn't have expected Tsunami to be no, a game-related no. thing. No, yeah. I just, out of all the things it could have been. been. Yeah, it just happened <laughs> to be something that was, like, relatable. Yeah, that's funny. We... Are we recording? Oh, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I started recording long <laughs> ago. We're, we're not actually Very recording. Very uncomfortable beginning for an episode, we, but we here are. we are. Nah, we don't record and, episodes anymore. Uh, We don't. We just record conversations, and they just happen to be episodes. Does that sound really professional? That sounds stupid as fuck. Let's <laughs> never say that again. <laughs> it's funny because I was, we were, I've talked about, if, you, if you've listened to the last few episodes, you've heard this a few times. And I apologize. Yeah. On principle. <laughs> on... Raised by spoilers, Rich's... I, I kind of let the other people lead. I'm, I'm sort of just... I guess I'm the producer slash editor now at this point. Oh, yeah, it's no big deal. It's it's no big deal, no big deal. We'll, we'll say first chair. First. First, first mic. Really? One. Really? Yeah. I, I think you're probably just like the most humble guy. Like and humble. most humble guy. I'm like yeah. the I'm like I'm like the most humble. I'm the most humblest guy yeah. there is. Like the, the best of the humblest. Probably the most is humblest. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. sure. So Rich is very structured. So we, if yes. you listen to Raised by Spoilers, there's a very structured opening. With him? Yes. Because um, he does the opener. He's the host. This is correct. Uh, whereas this one, I, you know, we don't really, I guess we're all three kind of hosts. if you hosts, have not but... heard Raised by Spoilers yet, check out the Barbarella episode. That was the most recent one. Yeah, that was a great okay. one. Uh, Dark City is uh, going to be out Ooh. this week, I think. Exciting. Can't yeah. wait. I think it'll be out this week. That's, that's a movie. <laughs> it is a movie. Um, <laughs> that one, we we were raised by spoilers, but like, and we, the, the spoilers is in the name. Like the idea is I already know what happens in most of these movies yeah. because they're old movies. Everyone yeah, yeah. knows. But this is one I did not know. And we said, there's a, there's for the first time, there's an intro that says, go watch the movie before listening to this. Yeah, good. Yeah. And, good. It's, and it's not this weekend upcoming, but the next weekend we're going to do, are we going to watch Strange Love? I think uh, you and I are going to do Strange oh, Love. Yeah, we're going to have Rich cool. here. Uh, we're going to organize yeah. a weekend yeah. and uh, we're going to do Strange Love when, as our next when episode. the Raised by Spoilers concept was first birthed in, you know, in a messy way in a Rota Geek yeah. recording room, th this, yeah. was the, this was the movie that you guys talked about. So Strange Love will be the, Strange Love. yeah, Dr. Strange Love will be the next, next episode. Awesome. 
thumbs up. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, but so I was, I was joking about that. And then with uh, Digital Love, I sort of have a semi intro with Amanda. Yeah. It's high. It's this like creepy kind of thing. And we, I we it was sh- sexy though. Wouldn't it was they, supposed to be sexy, sexy but oh, I can't yeah, yeah. be sexy. Yeah, That's the joke. Say. That's the joke. It's like the it's like the high five that misses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's a great way of describing it. And I always joke about that because each of our different shows has different styles intros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of who's on the show. And this one, yeah. I just at some point in the middle of a conversation, just hit I just hit record. And you guys don't even notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's us three, it's usually go go go. So that's why it's a cold open. So yeah, that's, yeah. That's I also how just goes down. Don't care. He also does not care. Yeah, it's true. true. This true. is true. So this is Alex Austin uh, with us on the pod today. We have. Oh my god! I hadn't thought of a name for this. Now you say your name, Plubby and Adam. Ooh, god damn! It was on point. <laughs> yeah, I'm just proving that I can do it and choose not to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and just Rob. And just Rob. And today we're going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to our hearts, and probably the hearts of every, anyone and everyone who would find interest in this podcast, and that is. Toonami, so that is the yeah. late 90s, early 2000s, awesome one-stop shop for all things anime and action animated things on Cartoon Network or it whatever. Was, what was Cartoon Network in Canada? I don't know because... Cartoon here, Network. Cartoon, Cartoon Network? Because we pirated it. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Boom. With satellite Boom. dishes. So legit. there's... I, that's actually a great thing to start that's this like with. That's like a whole story in of itself. It is because <laughs> almost everyone I know... We're Canadians. In Windsor. In Windsor. Yeah, in I was Windsor, in the US though. when I was a child, though, so for me it was just Cartoon Network. Yeah, so... Almost everyone that I know, um, you either pirated DirecTV or you were mm. poor. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I jest. Everyone pirated. Just, yeah, I was going to say, every, everyone had everyone pirated. different degrees of pirating. Yeah, yeah. So there are some and people. I know why DirecTV isn't around anymore. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so I know a bunch of people that never watched Toonami and barely know what it is. Yeah. Because they, they just their families just didn't pirate it for whatever reason. But everyone that I know that did pirate, it. you know in Canada who had pirated DirecTV when they were a kid. Because everyone's like, Toonami. Yeah. yeah. If they knew Toonami, they had DirecTV as yeah. a Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> so funny man so you guys didn't have native direct tv up here no no we, we would um we would sight beam it over from the u.s uh, with so dishes direct yeah. tv would just shove the radio waves in the air yeah yeah that's and right. normally you need a receiver that could decode it yeah well the problem is we had some it guys that would be like yeah i'll take the u.s one decode it because it wasn't that complex because yeah, security to this day is still not a huge deal <laughs> yeah and you would just plug it in your thing right and you'd suddenly have direct tv at yeah. whatever code you paid this it wow. guy to get yeah and then what would happen is w- there became a game where <laughs> oh i remember this <laughs> yeah you, there'd become a game where suddenly two months from now you'd stop getting direct tv Oh, fuck, gotta go back to the IT guy and he'd reprogram with the new codes. Yeah. Oh, so he's making money. And yeah. he's making continual money. It, it was he's like making money. It was like uh, entertainment heroin. It was great. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah and wow. you just keep going back and forth. And at some point, what happened is they changed the numbers so fast that yeah. you'd get like a week the, or a day of television. Oh. Yeah. They, they got a really good algorithm going. Yeah. And gotcha. you couldn't beat it. And then, so what, what, I'm totally admitting things that I probably shouldn't admit, but people that I know. Well, they're not around anymore, so don't worry about it. Yeah, well, they are. Uh, People that I know that I'm not going to name names as no one in this room, no one related to anyone in this room. Or nobody that exists ever. Yeah, Yeah, nobody that exists ever. Um, What they do now is they have a relative in the States. Yeah. And that relative who has, you know, a two house, two two room house in the States 
suddenly buys uh, a satellite system meant for a fucking mansion. Yeah. yeah. And then what do you know? A bunch of Canadians have television <laughs> and they still have to pay for it. So what they do is they pay that family member. He gets his into his yeah. Uh, yeah. satellite for free yep. and they have to pay for, and they all split, uh, you That's know, a awesome. bunch of houses That's split awesome. the payment. Yeah. 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 Such as the wave life in a border city. <laughs> yeah. along the US border, there, so. There's some weird shit that people get illegally. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's not even something you would think. It's like, but people they, are like, oh, you're doing like hardcore drugs. Like, nope, nope. We're, we're doing TV We're watching shit. cartoons. Yeah, no, we're watching like, anime. The stuff that I see people getting arrested for it, like the bridge when they're trying to smuggle stuff, isn't always drugs. Like half the time, it's like it's like a lot of cheese or like a lot of meat. <laughs> yeah. like it's, it's like some, it's like, I feel sad that I have to arrest you for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're doing something notably illegal, so. You've got a trunk full of mozzarella. <laughs> I will tell you a funny story real quick. I know this is going way off Jesus. topic, but who gives a shit? <laughs> Nick, who's been on the show before. Love he, Nick. He was huge, huge into Magic the Gathering. And he's recently petered he was? off. No, he's recently petered off. He, he's not happy with it anymore. Oh. Yeah. He hasn't played in, in a little bit. Um, so he was a, he was licensed to be a judge, all that fun jazz. Yeah. yeah. So he would very oftentimes go to Gen Con, go to the States to go to cons and yeah. play in tournaments and judge wow. in tournaments and so on and so forth. So he was coming back from one of these. And obviously when you go to one of these cons, you buy a metric fuck ton of cards because oh, yeah. you do yes. a lot of drafts and so yeah, on and so forth. Yeah. So he comes back from the States with a back seat full of magic cards. Oh, yeah. Wow. This guy like this guy makes good money. Yeah. And so he just yeah. has a backseat full of cards and I guess he pulls up and they're like, "Hey, you know, you need to declare how much money you're bringing in so taxes are are applied properly." Yeah. So he comes back and they're like, "Sir, how much is that in cards?" And he's like, "I don't know, it's like $6,000 in cards or something like that." I forget the number he threw out, but it was like in the thousands. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy literally laughed. The border cop literally laughed. Was like, I, I don't believe you. He thought he was joking. He thought Nick was joking. Nick uh, is a very by the book oh, kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, yeah. So he was going to give him the exact number and he's got probably receipts and everything. Yeah, and the yeah. guy's like, uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, thousands of dollars. That's amazing. Uh, that's amazing. amazing. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Ultimate smuggling operation. There you go. And well, everybody does it coming from the US. So. Well, that's the, that's the thing, right? Is like, if you don't, have people who actually understand other things out in the fucking world aside from like I stare at like the procedures for this bridge they're never going to catch people doing that yeah if yeah. it was like thousands of dollars of jewelry they would have charged them duty yeah because oh, yeah. like here's the thing is like I realized Magic the Gathering smuggling operation ain't going to be a thing but like it could be a thing I, I assume it is I assume it's not. Well, I just brought up, uh, my dad gave me a handful of these GBA games, like, and uh, some yeah. of them are actually kind of rare. So I was looking them up the prices before I brought them back from the U.S., but I brought them back, and, like, realistically, I probably had, like, $800 with the GBA games there if, on the resale market, but <laughs> I'm not going to say that. No. So, yeah, actually, I think I forgot about them anyway when I crossed back over. Anyway, that makes sense. Now people have a line of sight into what it's like to live in a border city. Yeah, there they you do. Go. There you so, go. So, speaking of border cities and stealing stuff, Rob and I stole... Toonami. That's where I our journey never, starts. I never stole. Your parents Toonami. did. Ah, <laughs> they never stole Toonami. Well, would you would you steal a car? How could you steal a show? Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I never did. <laughs> so I, I got to know what was the first show, Alex? You watched on Toonami? Because for us, this is all nostalgia. Like this yeah. is what got. I, I don't know. I'll ask Alex first, and I've got an interesting question for you, Rob, okay. because you surprised me on some things. Okay. So, Alex, what was the first show? What got you into uh, Toonami? How early were you involved? Uh, 100% it would have been, like, original Dragon Ball. So, 100%. Uh, so, when they started airing that, was it still Zol uh, Voltar or whatever his name was? Oh, as no, it was with an M. 
Uh, Moltar? It was, Moltar. Was Moltar. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been watching since the Moltar days, yeah. Okay, so yeah. the very early, yeah, yeah, before yeah. Tom was around. Yeah, so because yeah. Moltar was a carryover from the Adult Swim programming. He was yes. a carryover from Space Ghost to Coast to Coast, one of the greatest shows yep. in the history of mankind. Yeah. And, uh, and they had Moltar as the sort of producer Post. on the early days of Toonami. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've definitely been watching since then. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know how early. Some people don't know about that. Some people do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just didn't know. Well, I was obsessed with it. So you you got into it because of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z, but more so actually the first show I watched on there uh, was the original Dragon Ball because they originally started airing that with the original dubs that started the ocean dubs. Or yeah, something? yeah, and cause they were the dubs that basically the only place they aired other on cable was on. Sci-fi network. That in can't the states be, of all places. But that can't be. You gotta be misremembering it. Maybe because Dragon Ball didn't get added until afterward. No, Dragon it got Ball. added with the Funimation dub after. Yeah, no, but it wasn't on Toonami. It was only Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. I thought that too. That's I agree yeah. with Rob. Oh, I think it was. Nope, Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. Look it up. It got added later. Was this? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just conflating it with the Sci-Fi Network. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, think yeah. that they gets. Who cares? But well, like, so the like, the Moltar was originally just Thundercats, Cartoon yeah. Roulette, and the Real Adventures and, of Johnny and Voltron. Quest. Okay. And, oh yeah, and I, Voltron. I definitely remember watching yeah. Voltron and Thundercats and Voltron. on there. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've watched that. It wasn't very often. I wasn't involved. Like at that time, I remember those scenes, but no one gave a fuck. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I didn't. I watched it. As like every other kid with dead eyes. Yeah, because you had nothing <laughs> else to watch. Literally nothing else to do. This yeah, was yeah. like pre-internet being what it was. Like yeah. it was, and it was like, also yeah. kind of before yeah. EVR was a major. Well, actually, no, the internet was actually kind of creeping in at that point. Yeah, so Rob's right. It did start with Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball wasn't originally in there. Uh, yeah. In the, in the original lineup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, okay, Rob... I gotta ask, did you watch anime before Toonami was a thing? Um, this was the this was the conversation I wanted to start with because I'm curious what your guys' exposure was before Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. First anime for me, I think, was um, Macross. That makes sense, and that was prior to yeah this. See, I never saw a series in great detail before. Tsunami. Yeah. I had only ever seen movies. This is like Akira, Kashan, Robot Hunter, Vampire Hunter D. Um, uh, what's the robot? Robot Girl. Robot Girl. Scarlett Johansson. What was the original? Uh, Ghost in the Shell? Thank you. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was originally thinking Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Not, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. That's ancient. I always yeah. forget it. I always forget it, but I always smile. <laughs> big O. I keep forgetting about it. Oh, yes. I love the Big O. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, a great one. Cool. So, all right. So, you guys watched that. I don't remember what I watched before Toonami, but I do recall watching Akira far sooner than I probably was we mentally all, old enough oh, yeah, to yeah, do yeah. watched it too. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember that because you watched it and then I watched it yeah. <laughs> because you showed it to me. Yeah, it was a bit scarring. There was VHS tapes of it in video rental stores in like the kids' area. Yeah, in yeah. The States. It was this a is before anybody yeah. really knew about anime being like this it's totally different it's art a form. It's a cartoon, man. Yeah, it was yeah, a cartoon. It was a cartoon. Yeah. I think my favorite one that I ever rented from Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was way too young for it. I knew this. I think Rob and I, you and I rented it at some point. Okay. And it was um, Ninja Scroll. Oh, oh fuck. yeah. Yes. Yeah. We watched yes. that way sooner than we should have. Oh, way yeah. sooner. Oh, well, we were, we were in like the heart of grade that school. Like, that was like peak of like gore and nudity gore and like, yeah. sex yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. oh my god crazy yeah. dude yeah, they, yeah like, no, we, none of the ones I named were anywhere near as bad as Ninja Scroll <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure I saw Ninja Scroll before I saw like anything else yeah, 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 yeah. we definitely saw anime titties before we saw real life titties oh 100% yeah 100%. yeah probably yeah yeah, yeah. 
But it was, uh, but dude, like Ninja Scroll was bad, like badass. It was like, that was so sweet. It was day. awesome. Yeah, yeah. But I so Toonami, I think, was brought us from seeing these random one-off things, like random stuff, mm-hmm. to these are series. This is what anime is. It's yep. not cartoons. This is anime. And yeah. and it did launch. So Toonami itself did launch just a few months before the big Pokemon craze hit the United States as well. So it actually launched in March. 17th, 1997. Yeah. And this was about six months before the big Pokemon craze swept over the United States of America. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we were already playing it. <laughs> yeah, we were already playing it. Oh, you guys, imports? Oh, no, no. no so, like, we're, right before the craze took off mm. for Pokemon, I know I was playing it. Gotcha. But, like the day it came out, I got Oh, yeah, yeah. I got it right away, too. Yeah. I didn't know. I just, there was a sign outside. It was like, new game today. Yeah, yeah. And I was no, like, I got oh, it like two weeks later because everybody was talking about it. Yeah. Nice. I didn't really pay attention to what people were talking about back then because we didn't have internet to tell no, no, us. No, I had no. game magazines and I was obsessed with game magazines, dude. Oh, obsessed. see, that was Amanda. I've got a shit ton of Nintendo mags yeah, down there from Amanda's old collection. I still got just as many EGMs in my house. Love oh, it. Oh, I got nice. Nintendo Power. Uh, I got a whole stack of Nintendo Power magazines. I got to toss them out. They're like yeah. old. Oh, yeah. that's painful. So if you want them, you're going to have them. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I probably I want to display them here. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll just display. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. So... Obviously, I know which one of these was Rob's sellout show. In the first era, I can point out very quickly which was your favorite one. No. <laughs> so in the first era, I want to know, Alex, which one? Dragon, well, actually, we already know the answer. Dragon Ball Z, right? Well, yeah, Dragon Ball Z was the first major one for me. But, um, I mean, and for as mind-boggling as that was for, you know, like a young teenager at the time. So just in terms of action and what was all available there. Yeah. The, one, the one that I really, really, really fell in love with from, uh, from the get-go was Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Ah, so, see, that's the one I was going to say for yeah. Rob. That was clearly this nope. the win. Really? Really? I'm surprised you got this wrong. Oh, Outlaw Star then? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, definitely that his sense. style. Yeah, yeah. 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 I-, I figured Gundam Wing, then Outlaw Star, then Dragon Ball Z. Oh, that's right. Studio oh, right, Trigger, Rob. is it? What's Outlaw Star? Outlaw Star, ooh. No, that's not Studio no, Trigger. Oh, uh, fuck. Oh, that's man. way before Studio uh, Trigger. I think it's just, isn't it just Bandai or something? It's from Jump. Magazine, published by, directed by, produced by, eh, Studio Sunrise. Okay. So, like, every yeah, other yeah, anime yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, of course, there's Sunrise. There's the same that did uh, Gundam and all of that. And, like, Sailor ones. Moon and all that shit, too, right? It was the one who did everything yeah. at that time. So, damn. Shrug. Yeah, amazing stuff. And at first, so we're looking at the first anime lineup, and uh, this is the complete anime lineup. This is the Tom, the so-called Tom era. Tom one. So, Tom yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. this was Sony, Sonny straight Tom, not yeah. not Bloom, who would yeah, eventually take over. Right, right. Tom two. Yeah. So this is um, this is an interesting development because this is really where it begins to take on kind of its own, I don't know, its own sort of persona. I think as, this is a, where a block of programming. Yeah, I think this is where it became the thing we all know it today. To me. Yep, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So and this this is also interesting because this comes from um, William Street Programming. William Street Programming is based out of Atlanta. So this is the same. This is the same sort of production house that also owns like Adult Swim. Right. Yes. So this is informed. Uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Almost everything about modern, like adult a, cartoons adult programming. Yeah, 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 is is informed by by this particular production studio. So, and also, like on one end, they had Adult Swim, and that was definitely sold to adults, right? Like that's the idea, eighteen plus. Yep. You know, darker humor. You know, a lot of times more gory, more sexual type stuff, more esoteric stuff as well. And then on on the more sort of customer facing end, you know, younger people, they had you know Toonami, and this was you know our first introduction into mainstream For young teens anime series, right? Which is why that first lineup is so important in North America because before this. There was really no organized place in the entirety of North America to actually get all of these series dubbed. 
right? Yeah. So we're talking Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, <laughs> Voltron, Robotech, Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, Big O, and Outlaw. Star. I still love that Toonami when they first started used the ocean dub. Yeah. Yeah. When they first started, it was real rough. Yep. Yeah. You're um, too dumb to know. Yeah, actually, I was going to say, so there's actually something really, really neat about this, and it actually starts in the Tom 1 era, and I have to ask you guys this, too. Was there anything that besides anime that you got from Toonami? Because actually, there was a couple things that I did. Okay, so I really liked their... I Okay, I look back, and at the time, I remember they had these, like, I don't know, PSA speeches, mm-hmm. where they would, you know, talk about, like, you know, we know life can beat you down and they'd have these yeah, like little those, speeches yeah, sure, sure, sure. and they would show cuts of anime of like someone, you know, getting beat oh, down. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude, the splash scenes were phenomenal. Yeah, they were really cool. Not just splash scenes, but they would and they would use these cuts and they would talk about like something psychological for you like, you know, life is going to beat you up. You're yeah, going to yeah. get made fun of. But that's okay because what makes you stronger is getting you back know, up. We should look one of these up and honestly with our new technology here, we should try to get one of those like one of the, at least the audio of it, into this episode, like right here, so people can hear it. Yeah, we totally so could. So that, that'd be really cool. That You could do it in post, but yeah, yeah. There, there's some really cool fucking ones. So here's the deal. Life doesn't always want to be your friend. Sometimes it'll feel like life wants to hurt you. That was a downer. But you can't just hide, because nobody likes a quitter. I'll go first. You gotta take chances. This fire isn't gonna stop me! They never said it was gonna be fun or easy. Whether you're totally ready or when you least expect it, doesn't matter. Life will punch you right in the face. Your resistance is futile. Now you can lie there for a second. Cry a little if you need to. But get back on your feet, because it's the getting back up that counts. That's what shows you've got heart. That's what helps keep you going. Hit me with everything you've got. Fall down seven times, get up eight. I don't want to go down. Not without a fight. No, we'll be right there with you. Wake up. Be all that you can be. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what we got. I think that was a really cool one. Um, and then the music videos. Yeah, as you yeah. say, um, uh, it's how I discovered Daft Punk and the Gorillas. Yeah. Well, they yeah. they didn't just put those in. Those are like, because they did the anime cuts where they made their own songs. Yeah. Well, there's the music videos, the, the uh, what's it called? Oh, it's right there. Uh, Inner Solaria 5555. And it was an anime series based around a Daft, the Daft Punk band. Yes. But, that like, well, not actually the band because it's two guys, but like. Yeah. So like Daft Punk and Gorillas both air their cartoon music videos yeah. on Toonami for the yeah. first time. Right. And Gorillaz uh, evolved uh, and, and kept doing it, right? Yeah. After, after Toonami. Yeah. yeah, but they I, they had their, Toonami even had their own little mini um, music videos that also kind of acted as ads. Yeah. Yeah. That but just they, had editings. And then yeah. it's cool here in the Wikipedia, you can actually see it was between 2001 and 2003, they started cross-pollinating with uh, some different features like Dragon Ball Z eventually also went to the midnight run on Adult Swim where uh, I think it was re-edited to have a little bit more blood yes exactly yeah yeah it was that yeah. it was the it was the uncut versions right yeah so it was interesting that they were sort of cross-pollinating with the same viewers to try and get people into both of them it was really brilliant marketing actually so. well then they moved to Saturday mornings which yep. was even for younger kids yeah. where that's when they showed Dragon Ball and, and yep. they did show Dragon Ball Z but it was again it was the cut yeah version. yeah yeah not, not at all messed up for, for little kids given that the first like episode is completely full of like a nude little boy so yeah. <laughs> So that's Dragon Ball for you, though. But uh, yeah, really, really brilliant marketing on their part. And I think it actually helped inform 
you know, what William Street ended up doing later on because you had other animators on the U.S. side like Gendy, Gendy Tartis, Tartis, ugh, Tartikovsky. Gendy Tartikovsky. Gendy Tartikovsky. <laughs> Thank you. Who was actually doing uh, Dexter's Lab and a few others at the time. Oh, my God. Uh, that's what you Network. That's what you list him as? Samurai Jack motherfucker? Well, that's what I'm getting to. Come it on. Inf- it informed it like all of this anime and all of this action yeah. helped inform some of those other investment decisions that Cartoon Network and William Street Production actually made, which is things like Samurai Jack. Uh, there's a couple others I had here. Star Wars Clone Wars. Uh, oh, Time, my God. That Avat- series. Avatar The Last Airbender being adapted into the show as well. Like, that's honestly... All of these things are very informed by this massive blow up of anime happening as a direct result of Toonami bringing anime to oh, this for sure and, and Funimation. And funny, funny thing that Clone Wars, which by the way is on YouTube, you can watch is like an hour and something long. Mm-hmm. If you actually watch all of it, and you the second it stops, start the third movie. Yes, in the prequels, it is a scene to scene cut. Yeah, wow. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, That's it is incredible. so fucking fantastic. Yeah, and I mean, like, at, at that point, I mean, when that aired, it was it was so big that I remember we were watching it in, like, like fucking, like, three-minute segments. They were yeah. releasing, like, these tiny segments every day, and you had to go back and keep watching it, right? Yeah. Like, over a week span, like, to get a full episode. Like, it was fucking crazy. I think the, the only, I think part of that show made me not like the part three because the Grievous I got was not the Grievous I got. Yeah. The Grievous I got in the Clone Wars cartoon yeah. was not the Grievous we got in the movies. Well, because, yeah, but the, the idea that was that the cartoon one gets injured right before you yeah. get the one in the movies. Yeah. So, like, it was exactly the one you got in the movies. Yeah, but it just, I want. You wanted him to, to be, be the way he in was, his uninjured. Prime, in his prime. In his prime, yeah. yeah. You still got spinning lightsabers, though. Ah, uh, like, that was just, just boring <laughs> as fuck. What a cool sound yeah. that was, man. So, so anyway, yeah, I've yeah. got to ask the question before we move on to the second generation, which did you, were you guys a Sonny straight? Do you guys like Sonny straight's version or did you prefer? Steve I did not Burns? hate it, but, uh, Steve's always had my support because he yeah. voices the, some of my favorite characters ever. So the only one I think I remember is the Steve one. Yeah. I remember yeah. them both distinctly yeah. both. Yeah. But I, I'm sadly, I think they made the right choice when they moved to Steve, Blo- yeah. Steve Bloom at the time. I didn't like it. I remember that. Yeah, because I didn't like change. Who's, who's more <laughs> monotone? True. One of them was more monotone. Um, uh, Steve's character is a little monotone, but he's he, the, depends on what he's saying. When he's just regularly talking, he's very monotone. But like when he makes a point, he, I don't know. It's just what he how he talks. Yeah, it's funny that all of my greatest memories of Toonami are mm-hmm. mostly from Generation One. Yeah, like the cartoons are all from Generation One. Yeah. Um, and they kept two generation two, but I, I remember the cartoons and everything were all generation one. Well, remember this show failed. Tsunami? Ultimately. Well, I don't, I would not call no, it no, a failure. No, sorry. I never said it was a failure. It failed as in it failed to continue. Eventually not, at some point. I'm not saying that it failed because of its own merits. I'm saying it failed because it failed. Yeah, I guess. But then came back. Now, what's, yeah. what's interesting about the Tom situation here, so he's the host of, of Tsunami, obviously, but he's... There's actually like a meta story going on, and this kind of alludes to it. So we're actually Tom one gets destroyed, and then to kind of justify, you know, a new voiceover coming in and a slightly different Tom design, they stretched him out. They made him taller. Well, they upgraded him. Yeah, made him cool. They made they gave him the rad. He got the dark armor. They made him thinner, not the fat guy sitting on a couch. Right, right, right. So because (laughs) yeah, yeah, and uh, so they ended up getting the new voiceover as well, Steve Blum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. Um, so okay, I got to ask questions. Now we're on to to season two or era two, which is, you know, the one we know. Yeah. What was, 
I don't remember Robotech. I'm really? lo- we're looking at the wiki here, but I don't remember Robotech being that on there was at all. Playing like super jets that change into robots. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking. Um, and you played yeah, a yeah, shit ton of it on the GameCube with me. Robotech. Yeah, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking of um, what's the other one? Macross. Tech Warriors. Mech Warriors. Robo. Macross was the other one. It was no, no, no. That. It's the one where you pilot like old shitty robots. We've played the strategy That's game. Battletech, but it wasn't the show. Battletech. Oh. I'm I'm confusing Robotech with Battletech. Oh. Yeah. That's why. Okay, that makes more, way more sense to me. So some other big uh, series coming in on this one, though, and and some of these I forgot. Um, so yeah, Evangelion was a big one. Uh, Robotech was obviously in here as well. And then uh, something something I don't recognize. I never saw this Martian successor, Nadesico. Yeah, I never don't know. Don't, 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 don't so, recognize them. Yeah, all. that's something I definitely don't recognize there. So yeah, other stuff coming in here. And uh, and again, this is also I think at this time they were doing um was this when they were doing Rising Sun as well? The Saturday morning one? Yes, this is yeah. the Saturday morning. So this is where they're fully branched out. You're seeing multiple versions of it. Neon Neon Genesis Evangelion, though, that that was like one of the bigger series to ever hit Western Shores during that time period. So that that was massive. Yeah. That was absolutely massive. So, so by the end of era two. I, I stopped, stopped watching. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, dude, I watched well into my 20s, man. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, Era 3, I was always watching as well. Really? Yeah. 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 So this is where I we don't... stopped and we started pirating everything yep. from Japan directly. Now, we did stick around for a bit of 3 because this is where Samurai Jack, I think, first graced our uh, Samurai Jack did not come to me. It wasn't through um, Toonami. Samurai Jack, oh, was it Toonami? Yeah, it was. Yeah. No way. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Gundam Seed actually. So yeah, I did. I did probably come back to watch certain shows. But. Oh, see, but not okay. So Samurai Jack, Teen Titans, and Justice League aired on Toonami, but not exclusive to the block. No. So I watched Teen Titans and Justice League Saturday mornings, I think. Yeah. And Samurai Jack, I don't think I watched. I watched during Toonami. I, I think yeah. I caught that uh, originally. They were doing like Thursday or Friday night episodes. I remember when when Samurai Jack first came out. I think that's <laughs> where I was watching it. I remember it was Powerpuff Girls and then Samurai Jack. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I, I think this is where I kind of grew a little, little dull with it. I, I was like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm well. What I like dumb. about this era, and there's some shows that aren't listed here, but there were some other. There was like comedy shows that started to make their way in at this point too. And I'm trying to think of what was the one with like the obnoxious little boy. It took place in Japan. He was Japanese obnoxious little boy. What was he called? I have no idea what you're talking uh, about. Anyway, so there was some there was some other ones that aren't actually named on here that were I, more like comedy. Series. I think what upset me with Toonami is I to me because of the previous seasons. It was an anime. It was all about anime. Mm. It was about bringing things that aren't yeah. normally available to North America, but not Amer- North American shows to North Americans. Yeah, yeah. With that's massive censoring. With ma- yeah, you're right because that's how things worked. But I didn't know that at the time. And it was also during this time as well that they were airing the English dub of Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, but here's the deal: in this time, they started to produce their own show. Yeah. Which okay. IGPX. Yeah, yeah, Immortal Grand Prix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they started to include um, things like Justice League Unlimited, Teen Titans, yeah, and so Justice these are North League. American. Productions. These are North American yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. Megas XLR. Yeah, great show, but not an anime. So right. I started to kind of grow upset with Toonami at this yeah, point yeah. because, like, no, you're here to bring me shows I can't get. Yeah, go right. find me shows I can't get. Right. The other yeah. stuff was just stuff that you could have caught anywhere on Cartoon Network at yeah. the time. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were popular because it was a curator for us at the time. Yeah, exactly. Because we, we didn't have great internet 
that the internet wasn't a thing, so you'd have to try and pirate thing, like VHSs. It was, it was shit. It was I felt shit, like too they were also kind of snagging whatever they could get at that time in terms of anime because like Duel Masters I never got into, Bobobo Bobobo I never got into, Bobobo oh, like, Bobo was into a big that. one. Zatch Bell you, I never really you got gotta, into. Okay, you got to go back and watch. Oh, it's one. It's like uh, peak. What the fuck am I watching? Like it. It kind of like um, maybe as an adult, I would like. Like it. if you ever watched, what was it? Jo- if you ever watched like JoJo, yeah, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, yep. It's yep. like that. I feel like wouldn't exist if if Bobo wasn't JoJo's around. Been around forever though. Yeah. So this is where I started to look by the by the end of era three. Tom, I was out. I was done. Both the shows that, you know, didn't quite spark me. I should say there's a couple shows that, okay, so I actually went through and I actually found, I went through show by show and found other shows that are not mentioned in in the wiki here. So some other shows that aired during this time, so Neon Genesis, Evangelion, Naruto, Gundam Seed, Zatch Bell, Pokemon Chronicles. There was also Bleach, Tenchi Muyo. Tenchi Uh, was good. Some some of these actually bridged into Adult Swim, no, Trigun. Yu Yu Hakusho. Trigun was in this era? Yep. Uh, Death Note, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, Eureka Seven, Soul Eater. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow! And then later, a little bit later, yeah, I mean, Soul, e- Soul Eater was pretty late. So, uh, so there, there was a lot that that were sort of inspired by this, and Funimation began acquiring more and more properties. Some of them obviously went to Adult Swim, but it all kind of started with the with Toonami sort of getting people on board with all of that. Yeah. So you're right, and the Toonami was making that switch to. I think it was taking on more American productions because. They could consume those at maybe like a 5 to 7 p.m. time slot versus like a 10 p.m. on time slot, right? Yeah. So I, I think that was part of it. But uh, but but they were still like William Street Productions were still bringing a lot of that to the network, though. Yeah. And I, I think at this point, things were slowly changing by the time because this is 2003 to 2007. Yeah. We yeah. had piratable TV at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you could get stuff online. Suddenly yeah. I could start. I, I remember at this point there was an explosion of anime for me because this is when I started watching Cowboy Bebop. These weird off yeah, yeah. ones. I the ones that you, Cowboy Bebop, the whole thing. Yeah, like, you wouldn't have originally been able to watch these because this is when I started to watch unedited right. anime. Yeah, yeah. That, I remember when that first happened. I was like, what do you mean they've been editing it? Yeah. And then I went and saw it. I was exactly. like, oh, are you going to be fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> like Dragon Ball Z is apparently full of blood. You know, things like that, right? Yeah. Like you would have never known yeah. just by watching the North American version. And yeah. that's exactly, this is the era where I'm like, oh, Toonami's been lying to me yeah, like yeah, i yeah. grew up set with yeah, that yeah yeah, yeah. So, which is man funny. Yeah, but they still have great yeah, shows that's actually accurate because i think that's exactly what happened with me too is that i got upset because tsunami was editing my content and i was like that is not that is not right yeah daytime cable in the u.s is surprisingly soft in terms of like what they'll actually show on there you'd have to get like the the super premium stuff to actually see like gore blood even today's standards more. yeah yeah i mean a little little less so in canada i've seen even on some of the premium uh, cable channels in Canada, they tend to get a little bit more racy. Sure, I think so. we're just more. I think our TV still hor- horribly limited, but we have far less limitation on like Prime and Netflix now because of it. Like for no, the I first time, I... I saw two human dicks. Yeah, on Prime Channel, like just like like dicks. Are you talking spinning. about kids in the hole? Yeah. Oh, t- <laughs> yeah. That shocked me to my core. So that was I, it was unexpected, certainly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like in their first episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's the first sketch. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. Usually, dicks good. and vagina are out of question. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 not acceptable. That's what you gotta love about Prime. So yeah, Amazon Prime. Obviously, we're talking about here. And then just wait till we get to fucking. Uh, I was just looking up uh, Herogasm. 
No, oh, oh, yeah. from, from the boys. Oh, I cannot yeah. wait for fucking season three now. I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> I think they said what doesn't Hero Gasm start on episode four and it goes to episode five or something, something like that. that. Yeah, I yeah. can't. I can't wait. So it's it's, it's going to be. Major they said thing. they said it's like they did some things. They're like we're there's a lot of apparently stuff where they're like we should really take that out and then they didn't. Yeah, yeah. So that's what <laughs> but you there's, love there's about, stuff that they did take out. Yeah, though. you got to love about Netflix and Amazon Prime is that they're kind of the new cutting edge of this uh, content. So. Pretty exciting. To be honest, if you're going to make things have ratings, you should assume that I'm able to judge what I can and cannot watch, and you should just fucking put it out there. Yeah. And not fucking go, mm, maybe they're not ready for that. Like, how about how about you're not ready to make that fucking choice for me? Yeah, I, I completely agree. So I think at this point, this is the last era. This was one I had no intention of. Have you ever seen the closing oh. video? I hated this art style of Tom. Oh, God. No, the, I never the, saw it. The Tom with the face. Oh, God. Goodbye, goodbye beautiful friends or whatever. Yeah, Toonami yeah. um, cancellation. Cancel. Okay, so this is when they officially canceled it. They killed Tom off for good? Yeah, no, so they no, he had... Wasn't he wasn't killed. He wasn't very killed, but they had a... Um, they, Hold on. Wait before you play. What? Oh, I'm trying to... Wait. Okay. So they had yeah. an expectation of what to expect, and... <laughs> They knew That's it was being. Him. They yep. yep. They knew it was Jesus. being canceled, um, and they were kind of. They weren't given the heads up, but they had knew it was coming around. So they pre-recorded and pre-made a cinematic, you know, those introduction, a farewell, a farewell message. That is deeply concerning. If that's actually what they did oh, for the sign off, I never saw this. Yeah. It's just kind of dumb looking. Right. It was just crazy. It was yeah. kind of cool to have Steve Bloom as the you know final soul you mm-hmm. know voice, mm-hmm. and it's nice that they got a a send off, but I didn't know that's what he looked like. Cause like I said, I stopped watching. Uh, so it was very, Oh really? That's what he looks like now. Wow. <laughs> so that's how far they went. So for fans of tsunami who have not seen that, do not go and look it up following listening to this podcast or even while listening to it. So that just was don't the do closing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's of the, what was the 2008? Yeah. Obviously that's like a sort of a meta storyline happening in the background, but, but what a way to do Tom, man. What a bummer. Yeah. But at the time, like what, look at what they had on the show, the Invincible Iron so Man, this, Hellboy. This was the closing, this was the closing block of programming. <laughs> no, these were all the different movies that they, hey. that they aired during oh, the special. Gotcha. Sorry. Gotcha. I just got to do this really quick. You know, something really funny here. <laughs> Tom four era things got really bad. So what did they do? They went to three point five. Ooh, nice. <laughs> That's like a D and D. It's like a D and D. When they brought it back, and see it. If it's I've just... ever fucking seen a D and Dism, that's it yeah, right there. But this is just what after they rolled it completely into Adult Swim. Yeah. So what yeah. they did was when they well, what happened was they got canceled um, in two thousand and eight, and for an April Fool's joke. Yes. They had Tom come back for like a single like session, a like a single thing. little oh, nice. thing. Yeah. I, I think to a small degree, it was a test. It was. To they, a small well, degree. They, well, because if you looked at the Twitter afterward, they're like, so. Did you see it? Yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, and it was, and then everyone I think was it was like, it yeah. was either one of those things where if it was well, they'd get their show back. If it wasn't well, great. They got well, a little April Fool's in. 2008, so it was almost too early to really get a, a good reaction like that out of social media. Yeah, it was too well, no, 2008 was when it was canceled. 2012 oh, was when you. they did the April Fool's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and yeah, when that, that and, and when that happened too, their their viewership went from a standard 200,000 to 1. Point something million. I think it was wow, 1.6 no million. Shit. Yeah, it was wow. massive cuz yeah. they they advertised it would be an April Fool's. They advertised something well, was going to go on. Well, yeah. no, this was the this was the we're coming back thing. 
So when people, when they said, hey, we're going to come back, that many people showed up to show like, hey, yes, we want this. Yeah, I think they gave them a warning. Like, hey, yes. if you want this to be a thing, show up show now. Up now. Yeah. That was your chance. And they did this cool thing with the April Fool's where they brought back um, Dragon Ball Z, all the bet, like the hits yeah, of Toonami, yeah. the ones that everyone loved. Yeah. And they basically like, hey, we, we're coming back for a night. And I think they came back for a single night. Or something like that. Something like that. Tom came back for a single night. Tom, like, they joked that it's 3.5. It's based on the first uh, Bloom version of the darker kind of armored sleek yeah. style yeah, yeah and they aired it all and it was a blast everyone loved it um mm-hmm. it was really cool and it only lasted for about a year they you know they talked about it on, on twitter this was mostly um like social media type stuff it didn't go very far during yeah. this time because it was only one year well, run. it primed for what it would it primed yeah and it yeah. was it was pretty cool and then in uh 2000 in real 13 they went nope we're back <laughs> with yeah. tom era five which is actually looks more like um, original because it was back in the original station. Well, it was Tom two, right? It yeah. looked like Tom two or cause it Tom was three. Right. The idea was that the ship came back to the station. Yeah. They it, did like a whole cinematic video. They did a whole storyline just like they like, used oh, to. We're going to go back out, I guess in the, in the ghost ship essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it was. It was great. Um, well, because at that point that ship was no longer the one even being used. Because Tom, as he was upgraded, got different ships. Yes. And I think that was the era. That must have been era three ship. Yes. So we got this. This became a huge era. They're still going until 2000. And they went till 2019. And then they had a new Tom. And they're still going. Really? Toonami's yeah. still a what thing. What does Tom 6 look like? Can you pull that up? Tom 2. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, and they're doing a sword art show now. Nice. Tom 6. Like in, like, like in live action? Oh, interesting. So he's got a bigger shield. This is yeah, him. Yeah. He's got a big, bigger face he's shield. Very tall. He's quite tall. Yeah, but he he looks very similar. He's just a higher res model. Like yeah, that's yeah. Tom six. Let's go to Tom two. I love Tom. It's cool as hell. I like that. Yeah, that's all the Toms right there. No, oh, here's all the Toms. There you go. Ooh, I like. Oh come on, fuck off. Not gonna lie, Tom Tom one for me is still pretty far up there. <laughs> the big fat one. Right, yeah, right yeah. click, open image. Yeah, yeah. Tom one and Tom five look pretty cool. Yeah, so you can tell like these are very clearly built off Tom yeah, 3. Yeah, Tom so 3. So Tom 2 is the one I remember the most. Yeah, Tom yeah. 3, I vaguely remember. I don't never touch. I never touched Tom 4. I never even recognized until I went back and rewatched that video. But yeah, these other Toms were re- redesigns of this one. Yeah, yeah, God, I love Tom 1, man. That's my favorite design. The fat gun? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's cool great. Cool as hell. Little bomber, man. So yeah, they came back. Now he's it's much smaller. Like, Toonami is not as big as it used to be, obviously. Yeah. It's just a small block on adult swim at yep. night yep no. cool cool excellent and i still i still have the adult swim channel so that's one of them i subscribe to so I, I record all my rick and morty there and all the other darker comedy stuff the live action stuff that nice. i like uh, all comes from there as well yeah so. that's really cool I, I wish i had more access to it uh than i do now it's one of those things where i want someone to pirate that for me but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not yeah, not yeah. well there's other shows that have popped up on there too from the william street uh production crew like oh yeah uh, uh, your pretty face is going to hell. That's like one of my favorite shows on TV, and it, you can only <laughs> see it on there. And uh, yeah, good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. they're doing some good stuff. I, oh, yeah. I what was interesting is they had their anniversary edition, uh, edition, and they brought back all their they redeveloped all their music videos that they've yeah. done in house. And it, there was something weird in my brain that I am like, oh, I've forgotten these, and I started playing them. And they kind of have like lines from the characters throughout mm-hmm. the music video, yeah. and immediately I remembered what lines they were going to say yeah. right before they were going to say like. Oh my god! Like it was connecting somewhere deep well, in my you've brain. Heard it so many fucking times. It's true. It's totally true. Yeah, uh, Danger Mouse was also a musician they used a lot on both Toonami and Adult Swim. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Danger Mouse. 
So I, I think Toonami and the, the effect of Toonami, the reason why we have to bring it up and we have to talk about it is it defined us. It, yeah. it, was, a, it was a gateway to a, a whole area area of content that we would have otherwise not had access to. And not only that, I think they were the first ones willing to take a real chance on anime to bring it to the North. Yeah. If it wasn't for them, yeah, anime no. may not have come w- until way later. Right. Yeah. It would right. have come eventually, but it would have been way later. It, it might have, it might have taken a form of like maybe Funimation's own premium cable channel or something. Right. Like yeah. it, it, it never would have been as mainstream as it became. It was quickly as it did without the adoption on Tsunami. For yeah, sure. Yeah, for for sure. sure. And uh, I remember showing, you know, Dragon Ball Z was airing, for instance, for the first time, and I was really turned on to it. Like, I remember introducing so many friends to that back yeah, in the day yeah. because I'm like, you got to see this fucking thing. Like, it's crazy. Like, they're fighting this guy, Frieza. He's white. He's like a lizard, but they're going to blow up the planet. And I'm trying to explain it to people. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's just like the coolest, like, sort of fighting sci-fi anime type storyline you can imagine and just showing people that. It, what, it was wild back What then. I remember from Toonami and Dragon Ball Z was they spent... Um, so many times doing reruns of the Saiyan saga up to the point where Goku lands on Namek. Yeah. And then they would just recycle it. Yeah. And they just recycle it. And they did it like two or three times. And eventually they brought out an episode where Goku landed. And I was like, holy shit, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah. And dude, the Frieza saga, I think is probably like the most aired saga of anything on television of all time. Like yeah. they just, they ran with that for just God, too like long. a decade. And then man. they got yeah. the movies and then they had that for a bit. Yeah. Then. They finally did the movies. Yeah. 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 That's great. So. Well, I'm glad we had this trip of memory lane. Was that good. was great. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love I love Toonami. Yeah. So. It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it brought everything else along with it, which is pretty exciting. So a- along with uh, other things that we should probably mention, uh, we-, we forgot to mention in the last episode to uh, to our, our own chagrin, uh, we have a Discord. Please join the Roto Geek Official Podcast Discord. So the link is in the show notes here. And you can also hit us up on Twitter at Rodent Geekery on there. So hit us up on there. And then uh, you're welcome to leave show suggestions. Tell us how much you love us, how much we suck. Doesn't matter. We don't care. We love any kind of feedback that you can give us. So please uh, give us some kind of feedback on Twitter or in the Discord. We'd love to see you in there. Great. Is that it? I think you did it great. Did I get everything? You, you did a good job. You're a grown adult that can do things. Yeah, yeah. And also, uh, if you're open to it, obviously you already have a podcast app if you're listening to the show, but please try out Bitcade podcast app. It is a shameless self-plug. It is a podcast app that I'm very close to and a part of, and uh, we'd love to see you on there. Subscribe to Rona Geek on there, and there's also bonus content on there you can unlock, and that will help support the show and all of us, which is pretty exciting, too. There's bonus content, audio, and video that you can get off of there as well, which is pretty cool. Great. Yeah, yeah, and that's not free, but hey, go and pay us, and we'll keep doing it longer, but we'll keep doing it anyway, even if you don't pay us. So, like we always have been. Anyway, this is Alex Austin signing off from Tudami and... Oh, shit, I didn't prepare for this. I forget. Plubby and Adam. <laughs> Second time, it's not. Yeah. It's, not. I, it's still hit for me. <laughs> All right. And just Rob. It's coming. I don't like this. I've got a really bad feeling.